Hi, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of Calabrio Shorts. My name is Dave Hookstra, product evangelist for Calabrio. And joining me today, we actually have a really exciting episode because uh, we had a bit of a discussion on a previous episode about payroll integrations. And payroll integrations focused pretty heavily on the North American side of the things. And what's great about the Calabrio Shorts podcast is that fairly quickly after putting the episode out, my good friend, Martin Vitaforce, reached out to me and said, Hey, Dave, uh, let's talk about how these work in Europe versus North America, because the process is quite different. So joining me today on the Calabria Shorts podcast is Martin Vitaforce. Now, Martin's actual title is Manager of Professional Services and Development International, which is a real mouthful. So when I asked Martin exactly what that means, he told me, he said, actually, he is he manages a team of developers that builds integrations for Calabria's international group. So Martin, welcome. Uh, how are things? Everything going OK? Thanks, Dave. Yes, everything is well. All right. Fantastic. So Martin and I have worked together for quite some time and we know each other pretty well. So we're going to have hopefully a pretty fun episode here. But let me just start off right. Martin, tell me about uh, tell me about what we did wrong. What what did we miss here when we're talking about the difference between a North American payroll integration and a quote unquote international? And when I say international, of course, I'm referring to Europe uh, and outside North America. But for you, that's not international. That's that's (laughs) that's your day to day. So what is the difference between maybe how a North American payroll integration works and a international or European? Right. So I would say the biggest difference that we see when we uh, implement the payroll export or integration on the international side is that we base our export that we generate to a payroll system from a published schedule. So compared to some of the customers that we have in the US, as an example, where you pay by like when you clock in and clock out, uh, we pay the agents or, or the agents are paid by their actual schedule. It doesn't really matter if they are one minute late or, or five minutes late. It depends on the customer, of course, but, but that's generally the idea. The published schedule is how you get paid after. Uh, okay, so so that is a big difference between the way that it's done in North America. And, and mm-hmm. so when we were talking about how uh, we change the amount of pay based on when the agent does actually log in and log out, in a lot of European ones, it's actually paid on what they're scheduled to do and not necessarily what they actually work. Is that fair to say? Yes, it is. Okay, that, that makes a lot of sense, right? And so... What's, what, what are maybe some of the challenges that you kind of face in creating a, uh, a, a European payroll integration? What are some of the things that you kind of run into? Because here in, the, here in the North America, it's usually about like synchronization and because it's all actuals and not what's, uh, what's happening. So what are some of the things that maybe you face on your side? Right. Yeah, that's, that's a great question. I mean, uh, the, the number of hours or number of minutes you work is, is pretty important in, in the North American side of this. But we, uh, we tend to look at, we have more premiums in, in our payroll integrations based on what time of day you work. Uh, and if you work like evening shifts, night shifts, how much overtime you work and how long, uh, for how many hours that overtime lasts. Um, so 
when we do these integrations, we really need to dig deep down into the union agreements and the local agreements to get an understanding for exactly how an agent should be compensated. And that's, that really is what taking most of the time in, in a payroll integration for, for us to nail all those details, how an agent should be compensated for, for when they work, basically. And I know that from speaking to customers uh, from time to time, they generally start off thinking that these are supposed to be relatively easy. Uh, but mm -hmm. it turns out that they, that in, in a lot of times, what ma what makes a payroll integration more difficult uh, than kind of just aren't you just running a report and then paying them off of what the report is? What what tends to make them uh, be a little more complicated? So, I mean, what's great about uh, Collaborate WFM, and I think we, we stand out a bit there compared to, to our competitors, is that we can define the rule sets for payroll integrations in, in the WFM system. So we can configure premiums, uh, what day they are valid for, uh, and how compensation should be given to the agents. So we set up this configuration in WFM, basically when, when is overtime applicable, at what level, um, when is the evening premium applicable and at what level and so forth. And then we, so we have the whole configuration in the WFM and they are automatically applied to the agents based on actually what union agreement an agent has in the organization. So we might also have different agreements and compensation levels within the same company or setup in a, in a collaborative WFM uh, installation. So what I'm hearing is that you and your team have pretty deep experience working with these and you understand what the customers want, generally what they're trying to get for, but it still does take a fair amount of development work to make these these mm. pieces work. So I appreciate that and it's always good to know and to make sure we set appropriate expectations uh, when, when we come through it. So I, I, you actually shared a pretty great story with me about uh, how a particular payroll integration worked and I'd love for you to go ahead and share that with, uh, with our listeners here today is to you know I, I go ahead and set the stage and, and kind of tell me the story that you worked through because I think it's great sure I'm happy to so I come from a developer background I've been working as a developer delivering payroll integration for quite a number of years uh, and one of our projects uh, that we had that I was responsible for was uh, uh, we needed to deliver a, a payroll solution to calculate basically the, the premiums and the, and the compensation for their hourly salaried agents. And this was a great project in terms of collaboration, great customer to work with. We had all the right people in this project, which is super important uh, when you start this, to dig through all these agreements and rules and regulations and, and things like that. And when we build, and or when we start this project, we we start with defining these rules. So we sit down together, we, we look through the documentation, and then we craft a document that specifies how we should build this integration. Uh, so we started the project, um, we, uh, we had the documentation done and signed off, and we initiated testing. And the tests went really, really well. They, they gave the result that we expected them to, to give. Maybe they went a little too well, because we were a bit caught off guard when the customer all of a sudden took this to production without our knowledge. And this was 
around Christmas. So they were actually basing their Christmas salaries on the work that we've been delivering. Uh, so the payroll administration, administrator, they prepared the, the salaries and, and they sent the specifications out. And again, we didn't know that this was about to happen. We thought this was still you know, in the testing phase. But quite quickly after they sent the specifications to the employees, they realized that something was really off here. Um, so we were called into a, to a meeting, the product team was called into a meeting, uh, and that's when we learned about that they actually started to use this. Uh, and the, that meeting was a bit uh, challenging, to say the least. <laughs> uh, the salary was wrong, and this was a Christmas salary that was incorrect. Okay. Um, so together, again, this was a great collaboration, even though it was a bit chaotic at the time, but we, we spent a couple of hours troubleshooting and trying to figure out what was actually wrong. Uh, right. So according to them, thing, according to them, the integration was wrong at this point. They thought yes. something was wrong in the integration, right? Okay. I'm just setting the stage here because this is great. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Dave. So a couple of hours into this troubleshooting, we like heard a gasp from, from the customer and said, we'll need to get back to you. And then they pretty much hang up the phone. You never want to um, hear that. You never want to hear that. <laughs> exactly. uh, and then it was like dead silent for a couple of days. And, and we, we actually failed to get a hold of the customer because we, you know, we were responsible for delivering this, although it was still in testing mode. Uh, but we wanted to understand of course, what was, what was the issue here? Uh, like, Maybe after a week, when we got a hold of them and we, we caught up, then they figured out what the, what the real issue uh, was. And when, what they saw when they started looking into the payroll specifications that they sent out, they saw a pattern that they hadn't seen before mm -hmm. that was way off. And the message back to us was, you know what, guys, we've actually realized that we've paid our employees the wrong salary for five years. Oh, so, my. Oh, that no. was pretty <laughs> impressive. <laughs> wow. So, so I mean, all, of this, all of this scoping, nailing the details and logic together with the customer in this project, uh, that actually led to that we matched what the agreement with the employees was, but they've been, they've been off for, for a number of years. Oh, I just, and I, you know, we may not even have time to, to talk about how they've tried to fix that later. I can imagine that was a fun conversation with the finance team. Oh, mm -hmm. wow. So it is a great example, right? It, it's a great example of how it is. It is. The, looking at the details and making sure we get the synchronization rules right, making sure we get the... Um, reconciliation process correct making sure all of the finer points and that's great it's a great example of how a true really solid payroll integration can have a pretty dramatic impact and of course this is an outlier right this is a fun fun little story that hopefully turned out well in the end and uh, we're, not, we're not saying that if you turn on a Calabrio payroll integration with your company you'll immediately realize you've been doing something wrong for five years but what it what it does show is how important it is to get to the, the collaborative process between you and your team and the end customer and making sure that all of those details right. are right, it, it can really have a long-term benefit in making sure that that integration works out. That is fantastic. I love that. It's a great story. All right. So getting close to wrapping up here, the last thing I want to ask you is if, if 
any of our customers are out there are eyeballing a payroll integration, especially in the uh, European sector. Um, what is there anything that they maybe need to know or what maybe what are the f- couple things you might tell them to make sure that they get locked down before they before they reach out to Calabrio? Well, the first thing that we will ask our customers in, in this case is like, what payroll system do you have and how does your agreements with your employees look like? Because we need to know that so that we can send the right data to the payroll system. So make sure you know that information before as, as opposed to during and then we can. Uh, yeah, and I think generally it helps uh, even if it's on the back of a napkin, uh, sketch out what that payroll process looks like for you and what the integration needs to do. And that will save a lot of time and discovery process through that. So, all right, go ahead. Yeah, so I was just going to say, I mean, we've we've seen a number of different integrations and different flavors. I mean, we, we've developed integrations for pretty much every country in Europe. So we know what different types of challenges we can, we will face in this. So we have a pretty good idea even if a customer comes to us with like limited knowledge, we usually can we can usually help them on the way to to get to the point where where we get a good foundation. That's great. So you know uh, we have a team of experts. We have people that know what they're doing and uh, generally lean on us for best practices and what we've seen have worked mm-hmm. before. But also have a strong idea of what you do and don't want this integration to accomplish and then we can actually probably find a pretty strong partnership there so uh martin this has been fantastic uh, i think uh th- this shows the real power of what uh, you know the the podcast can do and getting information out there and making sure pre- people are prepared so i really appreciate you uh, being able to give up some of your time to, to come and join me on the podcast to make sure we get information any last words you want to share with the with the team before we uh, before we get out of here today just thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, everybody, this is this has been Martin Vitafors, uh, straight out of Sweden, and we appreciate uh, Martin jumping on and taking some time with us to make sure we clarify some things on uh, what we in North America call international uh, payroll integrations. But we got some great information out there today. So, Martin, thank you for your time, and for those of you uh, who are listening, we appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode of Calabrio Shorts. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, everyone.